Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host, Andrew Waterhouse, and in today's episode, we're taking a look at how much you get paid volunteering at summer camp. So, come on into our tent, and I'll spill the beans. Q-U-E-S-T, he's on a quest, he's on a quest, he's on a quest. No, I'm not, I'm just answering questions. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Today's episode is a Friday episode, of course, indicated by the questions intro, of course, where every Friday we basically discuss the popular questions that people have around volunteering to summer camp. So I hope that you enjoy uh, this episode if you are new. Um, Every Friday, of course, is the questions episodes. On Tuesdays, they tend to be more general form questions, maybe sort of like the top five places to go and visit after your summer camp ends and that sort of thing. Now, on that subject of having the two episodes a week, um, it has crossed my mind recently that it may be worth toning things down slightly. So we have maybe one episode a week, just the Tuesdays, um, because I've run the Friday episodes twice a week for about two months now. And I'm not sure if it's maybe putting out too much content too soon sort of thing. So let me know how you feel about that and whether you think maybe uh, there should just be one episode a week because then you can listen to it, enjoy it. It could be a longer episode um, where you literally just look forward to that one episode a week because I think when it's two episodes, you're not going to be really listening to them all. I know personally that uh, I like to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, for instance, and uh, when he's uploading many episodes a week it's hard to listen to them all you have to pick and choose which ones so maybe I'm over analyzing it maybe I'm being smart uh, please let me know there's no place like summercamp.com uh, it's the place to go where you can get in touch back onto the episode itself uh, in this episode there is actually no updates on the coronavirus since Tuesday you'll be happy to hear so we're cracking on straight with the episode of how much you get paid while volunteering with Uh, summer camp agencies and let me begin with this because Camp America call this pocket money and the reason they call this pocket money is so it's um, it can bend the rules of what employment is for uh, volunteers that come over to America so you're not technically an employee or a volunteer and you're getting paid in, in pocket money, which is like a goodwill package rather than a wage, so to speak. So we'll touch upon that later, but that's something I learned straight away. Uh, Camp America definitely call this pocket money. I think the other agencies have their own names for it as well. They don't exactly call it a wage as such. Um and from my research of looking at all of the agencies that offer a summer camp experience where you can go over and volunteer as a staff uh, counselor or specialist Um, there are always two different options which uh, I didn't personally think was a thing Um, it's basically whether you would like to take up a flight yourself as in booking the flight yourself or whether you would like the agency to do it now when I first applied to Camp America in my first summer, uh, I just went for the default package where Camp America would uh, basically handhold me through the whole way. You just fill in the forms, make sure you have the visa, make sure you have all the 
correct documents and the you keep paying that money going to the interviews and going to the orientation day there's a whole list of things that you need to do to get into a program like uh, Camp America and one of the things that I just left to them was the flights but this can actually be booked by you if you really want to and this is somewhat of a gamble because there's like a different wage or should I say pocket money for those that would like to book their own flights compared to those that would just like Camp America to sort it out or for them and I remember when I first applied to Camp America I was I think 21 and uh, when I did this and I didn't I didn't have any personal experience of traveling abroad by myself so I didn't want to have that extra stress of having to also book my flights and be stressed around the money that was coming out of my bank account and that sort of thing um, but it is an option if you want it and that's something that all the agencies sim seem to do so let me just get this up now so let me just start this all off with specifically for the Brits because of course I'm a Brit myself and I know that plenty of people volunteer for Camp America from Great Britain and I have personal experience of this as well but I'll try and keep it short and sweet for those that are listening from abroad. So for Brits, the Camp America pay for your flights, the same for camp leaders and any other program. Um, camp leaders do it from either your camp or from New York City, whereas Camp America tend to always book your flights from uh, de the departure of uh, New York City. So just keep that in mind, which agency to go for. I'll just keep that in mind, whether you want to travel in and out of New York or whether you would like to travel in and out of your own camp uh, airport. Um, for EU people that are applying, uh, camp leaders flights are not included and neither are Camp Americas. Um, both recommend only booking your flights after your visa has been approved. Now onto the different options that these all offer and I know it's going to be a lot of numbers here so I'm going to try and keep this really condensed. Uh, I'm going to keep this to the uh, the main three as I'd like to say um, but there are other, other options out there. So uh, Camp America, let's start off with those. So for Camp America, for people that are brand new to the program, uh, want to volunteer over there, you get the option to, so you get to fly over there for $750 with flights included. So that'll be your pocket money, $750, the flights are included, you just pay all the fees to get there, which roughly works out at about a just maybe shy of a thousand pounds so when you think about it you're actually getting a very close deal of actually somewhat breaking even and you have to think that you know you're getting a three-month holiday to go make some memories of a lifetime and you're breaking even like it's a win-win I'm serious I'm telling you that right now if you don't want Camp America to book your own flights though you have the option and that would mean that you get a $600 bonus uh, in your pocket money instead. And that equates to $1,350 if it's your first uh, time over there. For camp leaders, uh, surprisingly enough, they actually give you a higher pocket money across the board. So if you uh, would like flights in your first uh, summer over to camp 
uh, summer camp. Uh, you get $950 compared to the Camp America's $750. And if you would like to book your own flights, you get $1,550 pocket money compared to Camp America's $1,350. Uh, the last one that I would like to address here is BUNAC, uh, but there are other options from AmeriCamp, CCUSA, InterExchange, and USA Summer Camp. Uh, they're not particularly uh, names that I particularly know very well, so if you would like to know more about that, feel free to get in touch. I can send you the link that I got all this information from. But BUNAC is another one that I have heard of, and they also offer $950, the same as camp leaders, if you would like to go while you are between the ages of 18 and 20, uh, and it's your first time over in uh, summer camp. Uh, you'll get $950 with the flights included, and the same as camp leaders again, $1,550 with no flights, so that'll be up to you to book flights. If you are over the age of 21, things change slightly. Um, for instance, if you are going with Camp America and you would like the flights to be included, you would get 950 compared to the 750 that you would get uh, under the age of 21. And the no flights option also bumps you up to a 1,550 compared to the 1,350. Um, so I think that pretty much sums up... a a general overview without diving into all of the numbers uh, it's worth actually doing your homework on which uh, summer camp agency you would like to volunteer through I chose Camp America just because that's the standout name out of all of these I never heard of Camp Leaders, Bunak or any of the others but I had heard of Camp America thousands upon thousands of times before so I, I volunteered personally through them but if it is uh, maybe all about the not all about the money but money's a significant factor and the perks you would like to research those more I definitely recommend having a google having a search of which ones offer the most money uh, as a general overview of this page it seems to be that programs such as uh, camp leaders seem to be somewhat a little better paid than uh, camp america but you have to remember also that um this is only going to come in segments across your uh, your volunteering at summer camp. So you have to weigh up not only the cost and the uh, the salaries that you're going to be paid, because that's a somewhat minor factor into all of this. You also want to ha know that you've got the support of these programs. And if anything goes wrong, you know who to contact and they're really supportive. And they can basically handhold you through a lot of these things, especially for those that haven't really done any solo traveling before, like I had. I just wanted the easiest, um, the biggest name, the something that you could put on the CV and be really proud of. And I, I still have Camp America listed on my CV. Of course I do. Um, yeah, I'm writing a bloody book about it. I should really make a big point of it. So uh, I, I just really went for Camp America, but it's all down to personal preference, guys. And you have to also remember, if you do go for the no flights options, then you have to also consider that you're going to be buying these flights and then um, you're not going to be paid... Because of the way the payment works while you're at summer camp, each each camp's different how they pay their staff. Uh, you're not going to be paid back for these for that extra outlay that you made for those flights until some way into camp. You're not going to be paid this pocket money in advance. So 
it's all up to personal preference. If, if you'd rather just dip into your bank account and make sure you get the most extra value for money possible, yeah, maybe it'd be worth to get in the no flights option. But then you're playing the gamble of whether the flights that you can find are going to be uh, the make up the difference and you can walk away with a little profit which is all in uh, up in the air at the moment, especially nowadays with uh, the coronavirus. So typically, uh, something also I found out about the wages that you get paid volunteering at summer camp is the, uh, what's the word, the spread, the spread of uh, the wage that you could get. And surprisingly, there's a bit of a window that you can get for your pocket money. So Based on your country of application, your skill level, and your experience, you could get anything between $600 and $1,200. The numbers that I mentioned earlier are just like a, uh, what's the word, a finger in the air, sort of um, similar numbers to what I've experienced while I volunteered at summer camp. In my first summer, I got $750, so I believe these figures are somewhat accurate. Um, but the window that you could get for pocket money is between $600 and $1,200. And from all the research I did for this episode, I could not find anywhere where um, the skill level and experience is defined and how they choose, oh, you're worth slightly more than this person, you're worth slightly more than this. I don't know whether it's down to certifications or... Uh, your years of experience how you get paid is different depending on the camp too because for me it was twice over the course of my summer camp and we also had to sign up for a uh, debit card or like a traveler's card while working at camp so they could uh, have the funds to pay into that card on my first payday about which was around the middle of camp Uh, We got the card and then we got half of the funds of our pocket money on that card. So don't you don't have to worry a great deal around how you get paid. That's going to be something that will be addressed within your first couple of weeks at summer camp. Um, I think one of the things that surprised me when I first volunteered at summer camp was how how much how many things you had to go through and processes and steps of like an induction process because there's so many questions that you haven't even pondered yet and only at camp will they have all the answers to questions that you didn't even know you had so just let camp sort out uh, that sort of thing I would recommend taking your own uh, traveler's card with you though I I remember that Camp America at least back when I volunteered they recommended a certain card which was the Caxton card C-A-X-T-O-N and that was a real godsend I I loved having that I had no problems uh, using my money abroad and it was all in the dollars currency so I wasn't being charged travelers rates on uh, withdrawals ATMs or had any payment issues with restaurants or anything like that so I'd recommend taking your own travelers card just to make sure you don't Uh, have those charges applied when you uh, try and take any sort of money out. Uh, Nowadays, I'd probably recommend a card like Monzo. Uh, I use that daily uh, in day-to-day life, and they have some real good rates on uh, using cards abroad and that sort of thing. But with regard to the payment from camp themselves, leave that all to your summer camp. Don't worry too much. As long as you've got your place sorted at summer camp, you're probably going to get paid. Let's face the facts.
So in my research around how much uh, summer camps pay, I actually found some new things out. And I hope this is new to some of you out there as well, especially uh, those of you that are maybe applying this year or going forward especially those actually that have applied in the past because maybe some of these things might have gone under your radar. Due to recent changes to tax laws in the US, all J1 participants will now have taxes deducted from their pocket money and be required to complete a US tax return form after their return to their home country. Please keep hold of your pay slips and you can read some more information information from uh, Camp America and the other summer camp agencies about being taxed while in the US. This was something I never had to do while working at summer camp and it seems to be that uh, maybe the US have started to latch on that all these summer camp agencies and probably a lot more uh, industries as well are taking advantage of this little loophole where they could call it uh, pocket money rather than a somewhat wage and I do see how it could be a pocket money sort of situation because it's not particularly like a a wage type of role you can't really expect summer camps to be you know paying minimum wage to uh, thousands upon thousands of volunteers that are going there to actually volunteer at summer camps and I could imagine going forward in the future, if it gets real clamped down and they're just going to say like, look, you can't have this pocket money thing classification anymore. It has to be minimum wage or nothing. I could imagine going forward in the future, there would be uh, a massive question around whether you get paid going to volunteer at summer camp at all again that's just me chatting absolute shit so don't take that for uh word for word that oh i've got to do it now because this new tax law is coming in but i think that's my two cents on it is um the way things go in the world you, you never know how things could turn out so that would be my recommendation is obviously go ahead apply and uh, make sure you're aware of this tax return form now i'm not sure how much of an impact it would have on the wages that you take because obviously it is very minimal uh, sort of wage numbers you're getting and if you actually sit down and work it out like i did while working at summer camp you actually get a little bit narked off is probably the term um, that you're getting paid less much less than say five dollars an hour even less than like three in some cases um, when you think about how long you're spending at the summer camp and how much you're getting paid but like I've said at the start of this episode going to volunteer at summer camp is not about the wage so I wouldn't really stress too much about that now I wanted to touch upon the returners of summer camps as well because not all people that go to summer camp are new and the returners you always have to pay for your own flights uh from all the research that I found through uh, the main summer camp agencies, you pay for your own flights, and this was the case. This was the case when I volunteered for my second summer uh, at my summer camp, and you pay for your own flights, but you end up going through a hell of a lot less uh, process and interview stages and that sort of thing because your summer camp know who you are. Your summer camp agency knows who you are and you, they know you can be trusted because the summer camp have asked you to come back to return. So there's a lot less red tape to go through. Um, one of the real benefits of being a returner is that you get paid so much more than you would in your uh, first summer. 
And I remember when I volunteered for the summer camp the first time around, I got $750 and the flight was included. So I didn't have to worry about booking my flight. The second summer I went, I think I got paid something absolutely ridiculous, like $2,700, something ridiculous. And I was like, holy, holy fucking shit. You're paying me like an actual wage out here. I wish I could do this all the time. Um, So... I think that pretty much closes off all of the uh, stuff around wages, volunteering at summer camps, because not a lot of people actually realise, at least in the very early days of my application, I don't think I even realised that uh, you do actually get paid while working at summer camp. Uh, obviously, you pay those costs to Camp America to make sure your uh, your uh, profile gets through and your application gets through to a summer camp to completion. But I never actually realized that you actually get paid while out there as well by your camp just to say thanks for the thanks for volunteering with us. It's been a great summer sort of thing. Uh, so in in review of this episode, um, different camp agencies pay different rates. Uh, you can choose whether you would like the flights included or not. Personally, I would say go for the flights option because it makes it a hell of a lot easier. You're not making that gamble that you could get cheaper flights. Um I would also say in closing that uh, the taxes around uh, volunteering now are a thing and you have to make sure you're aware of those. You get paid by your camp. You don't get paid by Camp America. So everything to do with pay and uh, the cards that you need and that sort of thing will be handled by your camp, especially when you get to camp. I would have thought that's when they uh, would tell you more about that. the flight situation, each agency does it different. So if someone like camp leaders would be open to booking your flight to and from your, uh, your f- coming in and out of your summer camp airport, if that makes sense. Uh, whereas Camp America tend to have a preference to have it just go f- in and out of New York. Uh, so it's all up to personal preference, which one you would prefer. Uh, one thing around that actually is... <clears throat> When you're traveling around Camp Camp America, when you're traveling around the US after your uh, time in summer camp has come to an end, you have to think about where makes sense for you personally to finish your travels. I found New York to be so much easier than having it go from, say, Atlanta, where my camp was, because in the first summer that I did summer camp, I traveled to uh, Florida, then to Washington DC and then to New York and from New York I came home in my second summer I did Florida and I think that was it it was just Florida and I did like Orlando and that sort of thing it was really cool Uh, Florida and then straight from New York and you have to kind of have some sort of idea of where you want to be so if you're going to be in the middle of the US where nothing really is I know I'm offending a shit ton of people just by saying that um, and say you want to go tr- you, you've your dream has always been to go to uh, I don't know the the east coast of America and you can go along the Miami coast and then do you do you really want to go back to your summer camp airport to then fly back to camp uh, to home I don't know a lot of people would say that the New York option makes more sense because it's closer anyway to uh, where you want to be which is obviously the UK and Europe depending on where you're listening from um, 
I've enjoyed that episode. It was very insightful. It, it made me learn a lot of things about uh, the new things around pay, and that's always going to be changing with the tax returns and that sort of thing, and how different camp agencies pay different rates and the pros and cons of having your flights included as well. Uh, I, I hope that's educated you as well because, yeah, like I say, it's, it's quite an in-depth episode on how much people pay. But like I say at the start of this episode, I don't think pay should matter a great deal but then again it's all on personal circumstance so i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please uh rate your uh rate on oh my god please rate on your podcast platform of choice it really helps uh, promote the podcast if you like the podcast please give us five stars on wherever you're listening from uh enjoy this long bank holiday weekend guys i know it is bank holiday monday at, the, at least in the uk it feels a little bit strange having bank holidays and i think we've had maybe two or three now where i'm just like sick of bank holidays i'd rather be at work so to speak i'm uh, like not to go too in into my personal life but uh I'm, I'm currently working from home i work in it and it's a little bit strange when you have a bank holiday during a lockdown because you know you can't go out you can't really go see anyone and uh it's it's a it's a little bit strange so hopefully they bring in that uh update to the calendar where they have another bank holiday in october just to address all these bank holidays that we've missed this year because holy shit 2020 like been a total shit show and I, you'd never have thought okay so i'll see you on the other side with the long bank holiday you know what i'm going to be doing on bank holiday monday making another podcast you can sure about that uh, I'll see you on Tuesday where we're going to be talking about how to make the best s'more. So we're going to be winding things down once again. Uh, if you have any podcast recommendations, as I've said before, go to there's no place like summercamp.com. You can check us out. Uh, you can send in forms. You can sponsor the podcast as well. You can ask for specific episodes to be recorded that you uh, would like to see. You can even ask to be interviewed as well. Um, on the Oh, on the, another subject of uh, plugs, please follow the Instagram as well. There's no place like summer camp. I'm going to try and uh, amp that up soon as well. So, yeah. See you Tuesday, guys. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>